Her name is Charlie Hendricks. Boom, he hates her. He wants her off the island. One of those people down there is the killer. Hello, and welcome to Series 4 of Jam Presents, a podcast series by me, Mike Groves, and a good mate of mine, Jason Cripps. We're here to investigate the murder of Charlie Hendricks alongside Channel 4's new murder mystery reality TV show, Murder Island. Welcome to Jam Presents Murder Island, the totally unofficial podcast with loads of additional nonsense. You liked that comment earlier in the week, didn't you, from David Mortimer? I loved it. <laughs> I mean, additional nonsense probably sums it up quite well. We're on to episode four now, brought to you this week from a holiday home in South Devon. Somewhat better than Alan Partridge's static home, I must say. I was expecting it to be uh, about on par. But Are you actually in the hot tub? Right. <laughs> There's a curfew on the hot tub. You had to get out 11 minutes ago. So I watched the whole episode. So all my paperwork's soggy. We're not going to have many notes, but <laughs> we'll wing it. It's fine. First world problem I know, as you just mentioned, I've got a hot tub, but didn't have the pause function on my TV. So... It's meant that I've not properly cap or not really captured anywhere near as much as what I normally would. Um, and I obviously always sacrifice the ad break to go back and take photos, but I was taking photos at the same time today. <laughs> it was mental. And especially the pace of this episode, which we'll get onto, I have not captured anywhere near enough. We do, I think, put ourselves at a disadvantage by recording immediately after the show ends. Because I see, you know, theories on all social media platforms throughout the week where people have torn the episode apart, watched it multiple times, frame by frame. And here we are now discussing theories when we've not even been able to process what's happened yet. To be fair, though, if we did this later in the week and picked up every detail, um, these episodes... If we did this later in the week and picked up on every detail, these episodes wouldn't just be an hour long. They'd be five hours long and, and no one wants that. Also, detectives don't get to rewind it, do they? So who's the real detectives here? <laughs> I don't think it's us. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's us, but I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we're, we're yet to see any. <laughs> I do want to pick up on some things that people have been sending us over the last week, though. Uh, a lot of them still have some potential, although do remember that I wrote this preamble bit prior to watching the episode just now. So when I discuss some of these theories in a minute, we may have some new evidence that may change people's thoughts quite significantly. Before we do that, though, we had a poll in the week on Twitter that we need to reflect on about five days ago, and I opened it until about an hour before the episode aired tonight. I asked who everyone thought killed Charlie. And interestingly, the three people that came out as the prime suspects are Alicia... Sonia and Ishbel. And mm. Logan and Freddie got the fewest votes, which I just think that is quite surprising, really. Maybe not now, though, actually, from what we've seen. Yeah, when you think pre, pre-episode. Yeah, pre-episode, it did surprise me, yeah. So our friend Holly, who I am now replacing you with, sent us those screenshots with the whiteboards. They had the AKA Jane and Charlie in inverted commas on them that sent a few people into a bit of a frenzy what could it mean is she adopted is it an alter ego it would play into your theory of being a double agent charlie being someone different to who she's saying she was or has she got different motives and things like that yeah i don't i don't know about that but again i'm still too late in it i think and we haven't heard any more of that my my other question might or was around Perhaps that's Jane Doe. She was called Jane Doe when the investigators started. Perhaps they started a few days before we get to see them go into the house and find out her name and things like that. No idea. Just um, it's strange we've not found that out yet. However, in the next episode, we meet Charlie's dad. So maybe we'll find out more then. Perhaps True. they see yeah. the passport or something like that. And that's when they decide to get in touch with her biological or adopted father. Who knows? We had a message from one person who now owns the manse who suggested that Charlie could have been given away for adoption by her teenage mother, possibly Ishbel. Did they find the script, did they? <laughs> it was left in the house. 
Well, just a just a thought. Just it a could thought. Be that. This has got Ian Rankin's name on the bottom as well. Yeah, in crayon. So they also said, "What if Charlie and Logan then had a fling?" And once he had realised it, it was it was his sister, he either hit the roof, Logan hit the roof, or Ishbel did to protect everyone involved. Now. If the teenage mother is Ishbel, it doesn't quite work because I think you'd have to be a young teen. I think there's probably only 10 to 15 years between them. So I don't think that is a possibility. I also don't think, knowing what we know now, that Charlie and Logan had a fling because she thought he was a creep, a perv, and a peeping Tom. So whilst he still might be the killer, I don't think he's the father. I think there's no chance at all that he's the father. Whilst we're on the subject... The person who owns the manse, or the person that now owns the manse, is Old Manse Giga, Giga, the island. I don't know how you pronounce it, but Old Manse Giga on Instagram and has a blog all about their renovations of it. I've tweeted a link to their blog page, but if you can't find it, then give us a shout and we'll tweet it again. What's cool is that STV used the manse for the show, then said, yeah, go ahead and take all the photos before we take the set down. So there are additional photos on this person's Instagram and blog, which wouldn't have normally been seen. And the hot water bottle is still on the bed. And they actually yeah. said, I wish I'd got hold of that hot water bottle now. And a and and bloodstained floorboard. Tonight. Yeah, yeah the, the rugs and that floor. are all in there. Whether or not STV cleared that up or... Just leave it in there. It's a freebie, have it. Free rug. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a chair over it, it'd be fine. No one will notice. Another avenue, which, okay, Nick and Andrew went down a little bit today, and it looks like it's the biggest red herring of all. We've still got two episodes left, so who knows? The drugs. Why would someone be murdered over drugs? Could Charlie really have been treading on Freddie's turf? Did she find something she shouldn't have? Could she be working for Freddie? Is the two grand drug money? If so, then why the passport? Or, as most are currently thinking, are the drugs just a red herring? If that money isn't drugs money... Is it linked to the pregnancy? Is someone paying Charlie to bugger off? Our friend Mr. Perry thought at one point that Charlie's plan was to leave with Jean. Maybe this is what tipped Hamish over the edge. And I quite like that theory, although I'm leaning further away from Hamish, as we'll get to when we discuss the episode later on. Yeah. Potentially that could have been the initial two grand sweetener, and then Alicia was going back to give the ten grand over later on. That story of hers, though, could be absolute crap, so we don't know yet. In terms of pregnancy, we still don't know who the father is. And I think for the purposes of the show, it's more likely to be someone that we've met on the island. Although it has, with the, to be. It has to be. Now, yeah, obviously, with the timings, it could be someone that she ran away from back in Glasgow. Did she run away from Freddie? And he's now caught up with her. That's another thing that I've sort of been, been looking into because it, he's followed, hasn't he? Four weeks later, yeah, yeah, he's, he's arrived. Or is it... Logan and Charlie's out of wedlock and her his psycho mother is getting involved because we know that her views on certain things are a bit uh, out there. Oh, I, I was appalled and we'll get to that later on because that scene was, yeah, was it live by the sword, die by the sword? Is that who you said? Logan's mother? Yeah, yeah Ishbel. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. See, if I, if I was Sarah Richmond then, Live by the sword, die by the sword. Right, coming down with me. <laughs> coming to the Was she having their, like eggs in her hand or something? Like, oh, I didn't notice, but like, yeah. She's... Yeah, bring them down the station as well. Like, can't be saying that. <laughs> so my favourite up to the point, so this was before this episode aired. So the way I saw it was, and I've put that it may change, and it has certainly, that several people, oh, go on. I was just going to say, live by the sword, die by the sword. Do they know it's a knife yet? Or are they now looking for a sword? <laughs> they, they previously said that it's an eight centimeter blade, oh, okay. a pretty small sword. But and <laughs> how small your hands are. Do we have any historians uh, listening? What constitutes a sword? Yeah. <laughs> when does a, a knife become shield, a sword? If there's a small shield with it. Yeah, that, like, like a plate. <laughs> so as I say, look, my theory up to this episode airing and my mind's all over the place at the moment. I'm sure by the end of this, I will have come up with some sort of rational explanation or, or at least have some sort of theory, but several people have been to the house. We've found out that from the evidence now, but this was written prior to, I think Tony and Sonia had gone there to see Charlie after it kicked off at the meeting. I'm not going to go into this because this has changed completely now because actually Jean has said that she took the wine over. My original thoughts were that 
perhaps Tony and Sonia had taken the wine over as a bit of a peace offering. Mm. Charlie said no. There were two glasses, so obviously Tony and Sonia were drinking. Charlie wasn't. And then later on, there was a mix-up, whether or not... Um, whether or not it was Logan going there, whatever it may have been. I'm not even going to go into my theory anymore because it's changed so much with what we know about the movements of Gene. Now, Chris Perry's mum did spot the knife. That definitely comes into it because there is a scene. Has Chris Perry's mum got a name? Chris Perry's mum. Yeah, Chris Perry's mum. It's like Squeak's mum. We don't find Squeak's mum's name out in basketball, but Squeak's mum. Uh, Perry's mum. <laughs> Perry's mom is Catherine Perry. Now, we do need to give a big shout out to her. She did find the knife. She she's seen a scene. Seen a scene? She spotted a scene where you can see the bread knife. I think it's in the scene where Charlie's at home and the attacker, or who we presume to be the attacker, comes in. And there's a loaf of bread, the one that you dislike because there's been so much cut off it. Um where or it's been cut in right in the middle. Um the knife is is there, and then in the next scene where Chrissy and Caroline the next day are looking around the kitchen, that knife is gone. Had it been bagged already? No, because they're still looking, I think, for that murder weapon. In which case, Catherine Perry found that blade, which is brilliant. Now, Chris, who's been watching, and we've mentioned Chris, I think, before in this series, but he's been watching since Murder in Small Town X, listening to us since Murder in Small Town X, um, and has managed to get his mum watching the show now the poor woman just wanted some peace and now chris is forcing her to watch because she can then be the second person in the united states watching murder island so he has someone else to talk to although we do know that's not true because there are one or two other people watching in america who've got in touch but um yeah chris let your poor mom do something else let her go to bingo or i don't know what she's into but nah i appreciate she she's well into it because this is her thing i think she really likes these shows Anyway, on with the episode. There's so much to go through, so many tweets that have been coming in, but I want your summary in two words. Evidence field. There was an evidence. I didn't. Is that a field they visited or? Oh, you're, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I, I really thought about this from the end of the episode. Thought really hard. He's going to ask me. Just get in there quick. Even if it's yeah. even if it's a safe bet, it's not funny. Just get in there quick. Get it over with. The pressure's off. <laughs> so there it is. Carry on. Go on in. Um, mine is based on the episode. Really, is um another level. Cause tonight, baby, you were thinking it. <laughs> I wanna get freaky with you. See, last week we had Peacock impressions. This week, X Factor. No? no. If you had a big red buzzer now, oh, that's not X Factor, is it? It's hovering over the quick call. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's left the call. <laughs> so look, we'll get, into the, uh, we'll get into the episode now. Is there anything you need to say before we start and go through our notes? I appreciate you've probably only got three or four, which people are actually calling out now. No. People, a few people I'm have picked up on the fact that you don't write a lot, mate. I've got a few more today, actually. <laughs> Five. Under 10. Let's just go for that, under 10. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I mean, you, you typically, you know, waffle on and then I'll just oh, jump in yeah. when needed. <laughs> so look, it starts with the three teams. Um, we're reminded about previously things that have been going on with um, Ishbel lying about her whereabouts. They faced the scrutiny of the QC in the last episode and Tony was hiding the cocaine. This episode didn't really link back to any of that. This was purely evidence-driven. So absolutely everything that was talked about and discussed today was all about the things that they found. Apart from, oh no, 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 because even Hamish, Mr. Hamish, as he's now known, um, had cigarette butts. There were cigarette butts found, weren't they? I was thinking he yeah. he was just still being chased by Rich and Sarah, but now I, he did have the, um, the cigarette butts. Uh, outside the manse so that's why they went for it obviously it opens with them laying a reef at the vigil for charlie i love how everyone's there and that's classic in murder in small town x oh, i thought you were gonna say it then i thought you were gonna say that's classic island life stuff that isn't it uh, hashtag island life yeah i think you're right is that everybody turns up for your funeral what no more like chucking flowers into the sea 
Oh. <laughs> it's like some Viking ritual sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. People have been mentioning the flowers a lot. Like a lot of people what on certain colour flowers meaning certain things. I don't know that deep, but people have said that in the the same flowers are in the manse appear in Tony and Sonia's place. But I mean it's Tony and Sonia's house, the manse. So maybe yes, yeah, just could be coincidence. Maybe. But perhaps it's fairly what's the word? Not iconic, it's when it represents something, it's the name escapes me completely. There is a word where it's impactful. I don't know, but is intentional? You know, okay. are they doing that intentionally to draw your attention to something that's going to be big, big reveal? I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's probably as simple as that. <laughs> I think people look into stuff far too much. Yeah, I, I think we've we've seen that quite a lot. Although we're not ones to criticize because we just take the piss probably too much yeah um <laughs> each to their own so now we've got the diary logan we find out is a peeping tom according to charlie mm-hmm. she mentions that her island she, nemesis she calls, she calls him a pervert doesn't she yeah yeah that's quite strong that that's is quite strong, strong. well, well and then back... alicia is a, a nemesis as well that's quite yeah. strong but going back to the, going back to the beach scene yeah if you want to call it beach scene I think it. I think Alicia. Oh, she looks quite miserable. She keeps looking behind her. Ooh. And I think some, one of the one of the couples um, says that obviously Freddie's not too far away, and she keeps looking behind. Yeah. But I think she's looking at Logan. Oh. <gasps> because Logan's behind her as well. Good call. But that might be nothing. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, no, and they've left that in on purpose. And also, our... they, they're too two quite young guns, aren't they? And haven't really crossed paths yet. No, and also the island's a fairly quiet and lonely place. If you're going to get it from somewhere, they... she's probably going to go to Logan than she is to Freddy. Out of four. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've got we've got the diary, but we've also got some evidence. Nothing conclusive, but obviously they found the cigarette butts, the hair and the footprints. Andrew and Nick, in the next very next scene, mention... Um, that they might come across as a bit posh and Tim nice but dim. I mean, you said it, fellas. <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun talking to Andrew and Nick on, on Instagram and they're brilliant and they take it all in their stride and every time someone tweets about them, they will be the first to post about it. People have been calling them Dick and Dom. People have been calling them um, Andrew Garfield and Tom Daly. They've got so many nicknames. It's fantastic. Anton Deck, everything. It's, it's just great. It's great. Rich and Sarah, oh, go on. I was going to say, go back to the diary. I think. Fuck. Um, okay. All right. Take I'm, it back I'm, 10 I'm, minutes. It's <laughs> shit, internet. Yeah, you're only just catching up to what I'm saying. I've got my hand up, but you won't notice. Um, <laughs> and, Charlie, and for once, it's like legit stuff I'm saying. It's not just nonsense. That's true. I shouldn't criticize because this is the most you've ever spoken. Um, it's, since, it's since we've done that Ghost Watch special recording that you're like, oh, I do have a voice. <laughs> Charlie's diary. Mm. She calls um, Alicia, 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 whatever. Alicia, Alicia. Yeah, same person. Corporate sellout. Yeah. Now, why would you call someone a corporate sellout unless you knew originally they weren't? Do you think it's, she... like, it's like when all the Spotify money and ad money comes in and you sell out to it? When they turn around and I'd say, like, "Oh, Mike's such a corporate sellout." Yeah, yeah. When, when, yeah, when because they come you, because along, you're, because your original calls, you're going against your original calls. Then why would she say that? If you I'm come s- to the island and you're already a corp, corporate person, why would you be a sellout? Why would you be a sellout? It's you a good I mean? question. Although I'm hung up still on the fact that you think I'd be the sellout. You're the one that gets away with doing this every oh, week. I on would, four bullet points. I would promote anything. <laughs> Yeah, if anyone wants anything advertised, then Jace is happy to wear your merch. Even if it's like, <laughs> like I hate, Garth, Garth I from hate children. Yeah. <laughs> is it Reebok all over? Yeah. <laughs> With a hockey stick and everything. <laughs> so look, can we move on? Is there anything else in that diary? Uh, or the evidence? Of... No, go for it. Right. 
so Rich and Sarah still well into Mr. Hamish. Well, Mr. Hamish, he's now called, isn't he? So he was Hamish, then he was Hamish H-E-Y, and now he's Mr. Ham Mr. Hamish. I'm not going to be able to get all this right. He's got so many names. It's brilliant. Uh, they've brought him in under caution, and he's wearing no hat. So mad. Alicia has gone out when... So this is a bit all over the place at the start because there's so much going on in that first part until we get into the groups of where people are being interviewed. When Chrissy and Caroline go to interview Alicia, Freddie invites them in because Alicia's gone out. Not upstairs. That took me by surprise because normally it's come upstairs, it's more comfortable. Come upstairs and watch me play snooker. Come upstairs because I've got another body in the living room that I don't want you to see, whatever it may be. Yeah, I did I did think he was gonna invite him in to play snooker. Was there a um was there a stalk on the wall? I don't know. I, I'm gonna to have You're... to go back to it. I couldn't see because I'm writing down at the same time and I'm looking up and I'm sure I see a pelican or a stalk or a crane or not a crane like a digger, like a you know, like on a work <laughs> site or anything. That'd be weird. I'm sure it's another bird. That's the eco eco uh, resort already already taking shape. <laughs> out the window. We, we get a good glimpse of all the whiteboards in this episode as well. And I'm hoping that Catherine Perry, uh, Perry's mom, sorry, will um, be able to take photos and send us those because the work she did in the week has been phenomenal. So please, Catherine, thank you. Um, Hamish with no hat tells us about the altercation. He, he looks devastated. <laughs> what, that he's had to take his hat yeah, off? You're going to have to clip that and get on Twitter because <laughs> there's a bit where you see him in the interview room and he's holding his head like, Where's my hat? Yeah, I feel like, lost without like, it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like just, just wear it in the interview if it's going to make you feel comfortable, mate. He says, like, I'm the wrong person. You shouldn't be interviewing me. You should be going after Alicia and, and Freddie. Um, when we next see Chrissy and Caroline, we see Alicia and Gina arguing in the shop. And but, rather than going in, they just stay outside and yeah, let it happen. What, what are they arguing That's about? That's superb. Um, I don't quite know why Alicia's... Because it's very much Jean saying, what the fuck are you doing here, sort of thing. Yeah. Because Alicia then says, oh, you're all right. And she's like, how dare you ask me that sort of thing. Like, there's a bit more to it that we don't know, I think. Yeah, but then, I thought that. Who spray-painted who spray painted the car? Because we had the cockpit partridge again, didn't we, on the car? Yeah. I think it... Well, go back to England, bitch. That's not what, again. Yeah, no, it's not. Another, yeah, it's, she's not had a respray. I don't think there's many resprayers on the island, is there? <laughs> but she's still driving around in it, rather than being like, I was asked, she's got to get around, doesn't she? Yeah, true. I wish she'd have sprayed over the letters, though, to make it look like something else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Chrissy and Caroline are convinced by Alicia. And they say, we want to arrest her. As soon as we go into that interview room, we want to arrest her. And they get praised heavily. And they get praised quite a lot in this episode. And the way in which this episode is constructed, put together, edited, produced, whatever they do, their magic on the other side, they've done it so well to lead us down that path of thinking, actually, this is Chrissy and Caroline's episode. Because they heaped on the praise. The lads, Nick and Andrew, really weren't doing very well at all. And there were a few times where they were flustered just speaking to the detectives and they didn't actually interview anyone they went back to the scene of the crime um and i thought it was curtains for them we will get onto that bit a bit later on yeah anyway definitely. alicia being arrested in the interview room is brilliant i don't know how long she's made to wait there but she looks furious as well the fact that she's just <laughs> sat there waiting for ages um and then we see hamish or the the, the hamish interview um because he's with Sarah and Rich, and Sarah is absolutely killing it. She is brilliant in an interview room every she's time my, um, she's in there. She's my MVP of this episode. Without a doubt, without a doubt, she is shone. It, it's like time slows when she speaks. Yeah, unlike Caroline and Chrissy, where one of them always interrupts, doesn't let the other speak, and then um, even even when Alicia's like giving all the evidence, they they like stop her in her tracks and stuff like that. Whereas Sarah, no, she she can talk. She's superb. And she can listen as well. They stop the interview, which I think is great. Palm's like, no, you should go in there now and stop the interview and chase that line of inquiry because Hamish mentions the fact that Logan's been smoking weed. And that verifies where Hamish was, doesn't it? 
well, both yeah. of them, they know then at half past nine, if you're looking at the sunset from the hill, then they can both be together. Although I'm pretty sure, didn't they say that Charlie was murdered around midnight? So whilst it's good that we can see that they were together at one point in the evening, it doesn't necessarily mean that they've got an alibi yet. Question to you then about the production or about the storyline or about how it's put together. Does each character, actor or suspect, do they all have links or a certain bit of information about the killer that would lead to the killer? Because at some point this has got to end. This is only filmed over eight days. And at some point they may start to need to spoon feed information. Let's say, for example, we don't know at the moment. Let's say, for example, the killer is Logan. Right. Mm -hmm. And Hamish has said, I was with Logan until a certain time, but after that time, he wasn't with me. If they hadn't focused on Hamish at all, and they'd ignored that trail, and they'd have gone to Jean or something like that, would Jean have then said something about, oh, um, yeah, uh, Logan's previously smoked cannabis, and he might have been... Do you know what I mean? They've all got yeah, a bit of their like, story that goes towards... I think the way, the way it's edited and stuff is the fact that they probably make a choice the day before, and something gets written for the day after that's true knowing what we know about murder yeah. I, uh, murder in small town x was that they had writers around they the said clock, right we're, they? we're gonna we're, we're gonna go after hamish or we're gonna go after logan or whatever they'll be like right they'll, they'll then brief those characters that evening being like right this is what's gonna happen in the morning and this is what as much as you can give them yeah they could they could change it on the day and also they could change it in the edit let's be honest there's us in the first two episodes laughing because there's a peacock on the screen and we haven't seen him since who's to say that they aren't going in there and getting yeah, no, those no. files and going 100%. we're taking that peacock out because then idiots are just yeah distracted <laughs> it's too obvious it's too yes yeah, too yeah. obvious he's going to come back episode six. Got to, got to, yeah if they bring him back in episode six now mate because of us. It's, it's him. It's him. <laughs> so Nick and Andrew go to the house, don't they? They don't conduct any interviews, but they go to the house and look around and they talk about how Logan being a creep and a perv and they think it's his handprints that are on the glass so that way he's looked through the glass of the manse. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. Good, good shout. Real good shout. Rich and Sarah then go to speak to Logan because of the Hamish uh, tip-off about L uh, Logan smoking weed. They've gone, go and speak to him. Um, I actually know, did you see, he had his headphones on, didn't he? Yeah. He was actually listening to um, Jam Presents Murder Island, uh, Mur the murder game, which was our second <laughs> series. So I think he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's well on board with it. He probably knows how killing takes place by watching that. With the killer striking about 11 times in that series or something like that. Um, worth a watch for those of you who haven't already. Um, Logan was told off by Hamish. So he tells us for smoking the weed. And he also says at the end, don't tell me, mom. <laughs> How old's Logan meant to be then? Uh, 20? I don't know. Yeah. Is he? Like he yeah. had about six or seven pints. Did he say he had a skin for eight or nine pints or something? He had a lot of yeah. beer. Yeah, that's the thing. Obviously, yeah, they, they, I mean, Sarah reassures him that she isn't going to tell his mum. But then when you, you find out this added information from, her, from his mum now, that she's very religious or her morals are set yeah, a certain uh, way. Oh, um, I wouldn't say Charlie is godlike. We're, we're from the different, or no, she we've called, got she different values or something like that. She's godless. godless. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a harsh word. I mean, yeah, I guess it's, it's, if you're, I think she's, yeah, she's being quite critical of it. She's not just saying she's an atheist. She's godless in the sense that she's not following or not practicing. Um, the fact that she mentions that she's gay, so it's like, well, I'm a Catholic or I'm a Christian or whatever. My belief system doesn't fit in with yours, so you must be godless, which is mm -hmm. insane. Um, that really, yeah, that really shocked me. I didn't see it go in that way, but typical of a small place like that, you're always going to get one or two idiots that, you know, I, I say idiots. She's got her values. We have to respect her sort of religious beliefs and things like that. But equally, it's 2021 for fuck's sake. Um, if you can't accept that gay people exist, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword. And I, I, I don't know. I was, I was a bit, it caught me off guard. But now, does that not mean that drugs 
pregnancy, property. Well, this is what I'm saying. And also if homophobia got, could be. If Logan's got Charlie pregnant. Nah, she hasn't. He has. He, he's not got. Nah, he's not the father. Logan's not the father. He's a perv. She didn't want him any, anywhere near him. Well, Especially, true, true. or, however, maybe she didn't realise he was like this until they had a little fling on day one of her arriving, or few, the first few days, and she's like telling him to back off. But then surely that would have been in her diary more. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. You know? I forget about the diary. Yeah. Fair play again to Rich for saying, oh, I'll walk, to you, walk you to your car. And she's like, no, I'm going on foot. And he's like, that's fine. Let's take a walk. Yeah, he's so, but both of those, Richmond uh, and Sarah, are so good at splitting people perfect, up. Perfect, aren't they? Perfect. And although there's still two episodes left, unless they do something to really annoy me in the next two hours, then I just want them to win because they really deserve it. Although if Nick and Andrew do come on and have a chat with us in a bonus episode, I really like you guys too. <laughs> <laughs> what I thought was ace as well was, and he handled it really well, was when he asked her to come down to the station, um, she said, don't you put your hand up to me? Yeah. And he's like, I'm not, that's fine. Like, Yeah, he's, I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to intimidate you or make yeah. you feel like that. I'm sorry. I'd have been like, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to. You'd be like, cut that, cut that. <laughs> like, yeah, we're, we're not editing this. Oh, shit. <laughs> um. So then, obviously, we we cut back then after. Um, oh no! So also, Ishbel tells us that she was taking food over, doesn't she, to Hamish? Um, but he's not in. Yeah. Now, yeah, he's presumably not in because he's smoking or he's drinking his whiskey whilst Logan's smoking weed. Or yeah. again, depends on the timelines. We might be completely wrong. But why would you take food to someone? Ah, uh, because he's had that split with Jean, and Jean's probably not cooking for him anymore. And let's be honest, he's working hard on that house or he's digging the garden every time we see him and there's a whole house falling down around him. Yeah. There's definitely something there though, isn't there? And we'll get to that. Yeah, well, that'll come I'll up. get to that. I'll get to that. So next we see Chrissy and Caroline. Um, Alicia says that she had a glass of wine and went to bed. Obviously, we know now about Freddie's story where that's how he got his cut wrist because she shoved a bit of glass into him that she'd broken. She slit his wrist, supposedly. Well, it, yeah, it was... Pretty, pretty nasty. Um, she said that she visited the manse to clear the air. That's what she was doing there mm. on that uh, on that morning. And then they pushed. How did your DNA end up in the kitchen? And she she was like, "Well, you're the police. You do your job." What got to me, and the most, I think the the best line in it. And one way, it's like, okay, she said something fine. Another way, if she said that, because I didn't quite catch it. I think, and it's all right, fine. She said, "Fucking hell, man." But what I wanted her to have said, and she may have, I, I haven't obviously gone back to listen, was fucking hell, nan. <laughs> to Chrissy and Caroline. It wasn't, was it? I'm better. sure it was man, but that would have been that would, that would have been so But I wrote better. now fucking hell, nan. <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy was given a death stares all the way through that as well. Ah, uh, these two together. I, I, don't I, know, I don't know if it's death stares or she's just looking, being like, I don't know what to say next. <laughs> Just state of confusion. It is. It is. That's how you say, look at me sometimes on it. it, is, it is. <laughs> you could say Alicia was going to the manse um, to clear some air and to drop some hair yep. under the wine glass. <laughs> yeah, how did it get under the wine glass? That's weird, isn't it? And I then they had the chance to push. Had the chance to push. And some people have said on Twitter tonight, actually, oh, well, it's not her. That wine could have just got on there, under there because it could have just got lodged. Not under it. Like, it's... It's not your head doesn't go under a wine glass randomly, does it? No, I don't think so. Nah. Um, also, best bit of the episode. You're saying best bit you? of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was amazing. Like the ten yeah, grand. I offered a ten grand to leave the island. How, How did, did she, she take, take it? <laughs> well, lay down in a pool of blood. <laughs> It does. It does seem like it's set up for a punchline. It's so funny, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, Palm is on the outside, just pulling her hair out, going, "They, sh- they just got to ask her. They've just got to push it because it's the one thing that she couldn't explain." And they were doing so well up to that point. And yeah. I think if they'd have pushed and got that, that might have saved them. But I, again, I get that it's down to the editing, so maybe not. Yeah, because it was like, "Have you ever been in?" And she's like, "No." Where's the DNA come from? Oh, I might have gone in. Well, hang on a minute. You just said you haven't come in. 
Yeah, because you don't have to tell her exactly where it is, you know, just yeah. keep her guessing. Next, we see Rich and Sarah back with Hamish. And Hamish has now got his lawyer, Amma Anwar. And Amma is on um, Twitter and is tweeting quite a lot about Murder Island. Fair play. Another one that I just think, I I never want to get in trouble with the law, ever. Because these are real, they, these aren't just actors. They're not people playing the part of a lawyer. These are trained professionals. I think I've got a good way with words sometimes when I'm struggling to find them on this podcast. <laughs> Imagine if you were one of these now. I'll, I'll be a no comment oh, person. 100%. All day. Jeez. We do get to see the real words that Hamish uh, said to, to Charlie on the CT, CCTV. It wasn't not in peace um, or whatever it was that we thought she, that he said before. It was back the fuck off quite aggressively, actually. Um, and yeah, he I think also, we alluded to that, though, didn't we? Well, it was always the case, that, the fact that he's picking her up and chucking her across the car park. She was just getting involved, wasn't she? Yeah. Um, confirms that Jean and Charlie had an affair, and they ask him about the cigarette butts and the footprints at the house. Um, and again, Sarah just on fire, just absolutely brilliant in this interview. And she wasn't intimidated by the lawyer like, who was it in front of the lawyers the other day? Um, where we had... Um, not, not Tony doing no comment. It was, it was, it was Nick and yeah. Andrew, yeah. And compare Sarah and Richmond. I know it's not no comment all the way through, is, but it was very much you got to work with me. You got to give me some. Tell me is why. This, is this the point that Sarah tells him to calm down? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's Fantastic. brilliant. As that's well. such a power move. That, so controlled. You know, you know when someone's mad with you and you're telling them to calm down. Yeah, it but, just rares them up even more. But then his lawyer's like, "You've just com- you've just yeah. questioned whether or not he's a murderer." So you know. Fantastic. <laughs> and what I really like actually at the end of all that because I mean they go into the fact that Hamish said he was drinking and smoking with Logan life on the island doesn't seem that bad if that's what you get to do <laughs> Just after after a town hall meeting go for a drink and a smoke up on a hill not that I smoke or drink no, I do drink um, also says that he went to, went to Jean's house and then we find out that Jean was arriving back late so she hasn't got a story although obviously later on in the episode we find that out and then what's really actually quite a nice part of this episode is where Sarah and Richmond tell their story and how big this is to them because of, you know, where they grew up and um, the, the the place that they grew up in and stuff. It was like, yeah, we weren't on the, or we were on the right side of the law, but people weren't always convinced of that. And, you know, mm-hmm. no one wanted to grow up to be in the police and things like that. And actually it, it does mean a lot to them and respect. I thought that was a brilliant part. And I like it that they leave parts of these stories in, you know, um, yeah, definitely. On the flip side of that, you've got Andrew and Nick, um, who were probably raising their castle, and uh, <laughs> and the police worked for them, you know. <laughs> well, they literally so, did, actually. The dad it's, it's and, called, it's and the grandfather. <laughs> yeah, private security. That's called. <laughs> um, um, one thing we see, of, obviously, not in a flashback, right in a flashback, is um, Hamish offering some whiskey to Logan on top of the hill, having a yeah. smoke. And he talks about selling. And then, yeah. then Logan goes, um, you want my fucking dad? And I'm thinking, yes, he is. Oh, snap. I didn't even pick that up. I'm thinking he is. Because why would she hurt like his mum be leaving him mills and all sorts? I think that's his dad. Case closed. On that, not the murderer. Yeah, I don't know what that brings, but that could be another ranking twist, which we'll get to later on. But I love that. Hold that thought. If you don't have a ranking twist, then just bring that back up and it'll look like you've just thought of it. Edit this back out. (laughs) Edit it back in at the end. Yeah, put it in. (laughs) So Palm gives them a chance to stick or twist. She says, now you've got to go and decide whether or not you want to continue down the lines of inquiry that you're going down or you change your mind. Now, Caroline and Chrissy... Now they're placing Jean at the scene, so they say they want to move on to Jean. Richmond and Sarah, they're not eliminating Hamish, Hamish, Mr. Hamish, Mr. Hamish now, but they're focusing more on Alicia. I think that's wrong. Yeah, I get it that they're not dropping him completely, but I think they do need to move on from him now. And Nick and Andrew, at a complete dead end, Tony and Sonia are a no 
they want to start looking into Charlie's past and researching this. But when they mention that they're going to chase down Freddie and Logan, well, according to the evidence, they're not at the crime scene. So why would you be ignoring the evidence that you've got? Yeah. It may be, mate, that they are one step ahead. And all that stuff at the crime scene, because none of it was substantial enough, actually, they're way ahead. But obviously the police are there. They know you've got to follow the evidence. You can't just follow this hunch. But what if their hunch is... Is the right way of you going. You know it, but we've also got to string this out a few more episodes, yeah. and you do need to follow the evidence because that's what we have to do legally. Anyway, Palm now making her de- Palm's now making her decision. Um, I'm exhausted by this point. This is part four now. Just going, you know, coming into part four, and there are so many tweets coming in. There's so much writing going down. From I misheard it completely. I thought she was going to go into one room and evict one of them. So when they're all waiting and Richmond celebrates when the door opens, I think. What are you doing, mate? Obviously, it turns out to be one of the male detectives that come in and not Palm. So that's why he's celebrating, because if it was Palm, he'd have been shocked. I thought his door was open. I was thinking, this is all all wrong. A brilliant moment, though, when Rich reacts like that. Palm ends up going into Chrissy and Caroline, and I was really surprised. Obviously, it's down to the editing. Obviously, we've known since the start that Chrissy and Caroline were a bit slow. Um, one of the tweets that came in, actually, again, I, I'll try and read out some of the names later. I'm just doing this off the top of my head now. But someone said, we'd still be, I can't, I, now I can't even remember the exact words, but it was something along the lines of, if we were waiting for um, Chrissy and Caroline to catch the killer, we'd be waiting until Christmas or something along those. Like, it would take that long to catch a killer. We wouldn't ever get a, a conviction, which they're probably right. I put Andrew and Nick probably through by the skin of their teeth. They didn't really... Oh, really know. by the skin of their teeth yeah. this time. And, and fair play, they acknowledge that because they said like, there's 90% chance that we're going. We don't know what the others are going through. And it's only because Chrissy and Caroline take their time and interrupt each other that they've kept Nick and Andrew in, I think. I would say they're thorough. <laughs> Nick and Andrew? No, Chrissy and Caroline. Caroline. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it's one of those is that, you know, you... you I get when you've got a suspect for 24 hours and you're running out of time, that's when it becomes an issue. But in actual fact, if you can get all this information done in eight days, which is some of, some of the information they got from Logan, obviously with new information. I don't know. I feel like they hard done by a little bit. Yeah. This episode, definitely. perhaps yeah. a little bit early as well. They could have carried on a little bit longer with three teams, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but they took it graciously. And did one of them steal a cup from yeah. police HQ? Brilliant. <laughs> She goes, I'm having this. From the police station. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it right under their noses. They won't suspect anything. On, on camera. Yeah. yeah. It's when she's walking out and the bag's clinking around. <laughs> she's got all sorts in there. That's Chris, why Chris, Chrissy's rolling out a whiteboard. Like, you're not getting that back on the ferry. That's why I haven't seen the peacock, because he's already in the handbag. They preempted this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, fair play. Like, real curveball and fantastic. Like the way it was put together, this episode, it led us completely down the wrong path because everybody on Twitter was like, bye bye, boys. I saw I saw things of Ant and Deck coming up. I saw people saying, yeah, he's, they've gone. I even tweeted, I was like, oh, it looks like curtains for the lads. And I thought, it, I genuinely thought it was. Yeah. I thought that was it. Um, I've put even that Pine went in the wrong door. That's how confident I was. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know that fireplace was in Chrissy and Caroline's yeah. room and you're thinking, Something wrong here. Can you imagine if she did that as well? Open it. Oh, shit. Sorry, sorry yeah. girls. Didn't mean to give yeah. you a fright of your lives. So, some of Mac is there in the hallway laughing their asses off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't tell. They swapped the names around on the doors. <laughs> uh, so, Richard and Sarah go and see Jean with their police issue brollies. Typical Scottish weather for once. There have been so many pictures posted, and obviously, the scenes that we see on the telly, there, there's a lot of sunshine, which isn't. Typically, do you feel it's a bit more genuine though? Yeah, but yeah, maybe that's what it is. Just finally now clicking. Why are the carpets all soaking wet? Oh, because it rains indoors in Scotland. That's just how it is. Um, But to be fair, it looks like a really nice place, the island itself. Um, But today it was raining. Jean was shitting herself, being asked to go down the station, and even when she's being interviewed as well. The fact that there's still no peacock, and this was the last scene that we saw at Police HQ, I was absolutely devastated. So. You know, hashtag bring back Chris, bring back Drew. I don't know what his name is anymore. Um, so Gene, this and and Gene revealed a lot here. This was an, a brilliant ending. So Gene took the wine over, and Charlie wasn't drinking at the time. She didn't know 
why Charlie wasn't drinking that much. But then on the Friday morning before the meeting, she found the pregnancy test. Jean arrived home late the night that Hamish saw her after the murder. And I thought at this point, it could be as simple as she's just the killer and that's it. And we focused too much on there being a ranking twist. And then actually remembered that in the article from the Guardian um, a few weeks ago, or a few weeks before the series started, it did say there was a, a big twist. So that's sure to come, I'm sure. Sure to come, I'm sure. It doesn't sound great. Um, future Mike can edit this when we re-release the HD remaster of this in a couple of years' time. Um, but for now, it's in there. Sorry. But actually, I think she's telling the truth. So although she was lying initially, where she said, I just went straight home, and then she was called out because... Hamish had said, I'd seen her come back late. And then she turns around and said, okay, you've got me. Now, you're not going to believe me, but I went to the manse and I heard Charlie speaking with someone else. She's already gutted about the pregnancy. She can already hear another voice. Does she think that's perhaps someone that she's cheating on her with or something? I, who knows? But... I genuinely think that because we've now seen the video footage, what that's what I was going to ask you as well. Do you think any of the video footage that we've seen is going to change in any way? You know, like sometimes in a reconstruction in a cop drama or something like that, you look back and then the scene changes the next time you see it because the story changes almost. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I yeah. don't think it will in this. I think it will remain the same. So in actual fact, now we've seen Jean go up, hear the voices and leave. I think she just left. I really do think she just mm -hmm. left. The fact that she's been honest about the wine and that explains the wine and things like that. And also... Otherwise you'd be chasing would, your towel a lot as well with people yeah, just lying to you constantly. Too, yeah, too right. And also, why would Charlie say, what the fuck are you doing in my house? Because if Jean was in her house, she would be fairly happy to see her. I'd have thought she wouldn't have been saying anything like that. Anyway, that's really the end of the episode. But we then see coming up and it looks great. Obviously we meet Charlie's dad and we see the Land Rover at the end. And I don't think that's Ishbel's car. She does drive a big four by four, but I don't yeah. think it's that smart one. That looks more like an Alicia uh, or Freddie vehicle. If you ask me in terms of property developer with enough money for a car like that, rather than on a little Island like that, you're not driving around in a brand new Range Rover or, or no. Land Rover like that. Are you? I don't think. But that, well, I mean, that, where was that driving away from? Well, I thought that was driving away from the manse, but I might be completely wrong. It's another one of those that I'd have to go back and have a it look should, at. It should just be edited, can it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Hey, do you know what? That covers most of my bullet points. One thing we haven't mentioned mm -hmm. is mini cheddars. Yeah, and amazing sarah eating mini cheddars uh, my favorite genuinely my favorite crisp like is it a crisp no it's a biscuit i oh there's Ooh. a debate it's like a it cr it's a cracker yeah it's, yeah cracker but cheese and biscuits cheese and crackers but then it comes in a packet of crisps it comes in the crisp aisle mate like cheddars themselves you put cheese on but like a mini cheddar you just rely just on the a, intense just a flavor smaller of the bit cheese. Of cheese yeah Anything else you got? Um, there actually isn't. I'm ready to move on to... Oh, no, just on the mini cheddar point, actually. The fact that Beth... So we're going into tweets now, but Beth sent us a tweet and said something along the lines of, well-deserved mini cheddars for Sarah there. And um, Detective Sarah on Twitter liked it. And I thought that was really nice that Sarah's obviously looking through the post because I would be, if I'm on TV every Tuesday night, I wouldn't be watching the show. I'd just be scanning my name and being like, every Tuesday night with your 12 pack of mini cheddars. Yeah. How many people think I'm a dickhead? <laughs> oh, they do. They do. They do. <laughs> the tally chart. So look, now we've exhausted all the notes that we've made. I've Let's got one look. more note. Oh, more. You it's, always it's, do this, man. Nothing, oh yeah, I've done with the notes. No, I've nothing about the show. Oh, okay. Um, not the show directly anyway. And I, I want a bit, I don't want you to answer this if you know it, but I don't think you will. Look, looking for the credits. Mm. There's someone's title as best boy and under it wasn't my name. And why not? <laughs> Was it my name? It wasn't your name either. They ah. should be best boys. They should be best boys. <laughs> 
Um, what is a best boy on the show? You say don't answer this because it, I, I don't know. No, that's I'm just asking the crowd. This is like it, what, what's a key grip? I have no idea. Is, is it is it someone they just get who's like really handsome and good looking just to hang around, just to make everyone else feel absolutely worthless, <laughs> just to make people feel like shit. Who, yeah, who's that really yeah, don't get cocky on this TV show because we're just going to drag this guy in in a minute. He's the absolutely best boy. ripped with a chiseled jaw. Who's that? Oh, he's just our best boy. <laughs> yeah, and that's why me and you aren't credited, mate. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Right, anyway, tweet in if you know what best boy is. No Googling. Yeah, look, once again, overwhelmed by the response, not just during the show, but during the whole week. It's it's mad. We're, I think we're going to have to come up with something equally as engaging for our next series because I think without all the notifications on my phone, I'm going to get a bit lonely. Um, it's going to... What's going to happen? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm riding such a high with all this interaction at the moment and then come mid-November, it's like, oh, it's all, it's all gone. Um Please be we my only friend. Get, we, we only get chance to speak once a week anyway. This is it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not like we talk all the time. Um, first of all, Scott, our friend Scott, and we've mentioned Scott before, um, sends his apologies. And we crit- criticised him before. I just, mate, let me just show you my phone. Look, I mean, look. And I'm showing, since we've been doing this? Since we've been doing this. <laughs> this is not me complaining. I absolutely love it. But there is so much to go through. Thankfully, annual leave, so I don't have to go to work tomorrow. Love half terms. Um, so yeah, Scott, we mentioned before because we criticised him a little bit for not being around on Tuesday nights. Had no idea what he was up to. Still hasn't told us. Rude. Um, but no. So he has said, "I want you to." I, I get. So this is him exactly. So again, won't be watching live. So my thoughts. A fill in the blank, if you will. So he sent me his thoughts, and obviously we've got to fill in the blanks for him. So I'm going to do that right now. Okay, ready? I was so surprised when the teams were blank. I can't believe they missed the blank. Blank didn't deserve to go out this week. It obviously should have been blank. The killer is still Logan. And we'll leave (laughs) it there. On to the next tweet. (laughs) To be fair, to be fair to him, right? He's nailed that quote. That well. blank didn't deserve to go out this week and it should have obviously been blank. That is brilliant. Yeah. Superb. I can't believe they missed the blank. I don't think there was one of those so much. No. Um, but yeah, let's look at some of the others because, as I mentioned, we do get loads. There's one here from Ian Rankin saying, the best boy is not you, Jason. No, it's, that's not that's not true. Um so Mike the Kitman, and this was really funny because once there was a Kitman job going at Forest Green Rovers and I told Jace that I was going to apply for it. And then we started getting followed by someone called Mike the Kitman and he thought that I'd gone and made a separate profile because I'd actually applied for the job. You're even applying for the job or you're trying to blag your way into the job. <laughs> to say that I'm already a Kitman. For your, yeah, saying you're an experienced Kitman. No, it's not me. There's there's another Mike. That, the way that timed out, that was literally the that same was day. The same day. The same day that we were talking about the Forest Green Rovers job. Um, so he's put, so diary in a hot water bottle, dictaphone in a toaster. Just a hunch. Spot on with that. That's another thing. We do need to go back because next time as well, the next episode is a dictaphone episode. Don't you say it. Don't even start it. I'm not going to fall for it. No, I'm just wondering whether or not Perry's mum's ever used a dictaphone. <laughs> cut. <laughs> can't cut, can't cut. So, um, by the way, Mrs. Perry, Chris put me up to that. He said, if there's a dictaphone in this episode, can you mention it? And put my mum in. And I was like, yeah, of course I can. Um, so Mrs. Taylor, and again, we mentioned a lot of these people before because most of the people that I, um, or m- most of the people that, that, that tweet um, are the same four people. One's my mum, one's my sister, uh, <laughs> my sister's son, and no. Uh, Mrs. Taylor, contrasting information, think we're all being blinded by the many storylines running through this instead of the hard facts. Thinks it's, oh, think it's definitely going to end up like an episode of Vera where it turns on its head in the end, though. And I've never seen Vera, so don't know if it will or not. You ever seen Vera? I have no idea what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Or who that is. (laughs) Or what it is. (laughs) We'll leave it at that then. I think it's an ITV program about an old lady called Vera who solves crime. Okay. 
Makes sense. Yeah. Um, who tweeted you? I say you because I'm not trusted <laughs> to, to handle the social media accounts. <laughs> um, because you'd only tweet four times a year. So I'd look at it and be like, oh, disable. <laughs> disable, <laughs> disable notifications. Um, who wrote down all those notes? I saw it come up. Oh, like, Ages of notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've got that. That is, I think, Sarah Lynch. Let me go find it. Sarah Lynch. Here's the scribbles. That was stressful. I'm now thinking Ishbel. It's stressful for stressful for me. (laughs) I'm seeing them and thinking, I ain't got half of this stuff. (laughs) So, so just to clarify, she is involved somehow in law. She does comment. Someone, someone. I can't find the thread now. I've just got the screenshots of where I took them during the episode. But so. She mentions that she did some training, but also works in law and has to do shorthanded um, scribbles or something like that. So the way she fits it all onto a page, as it, I take about 15 pages to try and write longhand. This is very much on two pages and everything is circled and highlighted. And it's superb. Absolutely superb. So yeah, Sarah Lynch, that was, an, that was another one. Um, just scrolling through. They're still coming in now. Um, goodness me. And again, I'm not complaining because I absolutely love this. Um, Mook Star, Ant and Deckheads is his two-word summary. <laughs> and then another one, Bait and Switch. I was not convinced it was Gene, but now I'm not so sure. Where was Tony? Need to update my whiteboard. I think some people do have whiteboards. We've got Watch and Listen Reality, who put, I think Logan got Charlie pregnant, heard Gene outside, and told his mum before someone else did. But I think it's a misdirect. That's why Ishbel was driving to the manse to confront her. But someone else got to her first. <gasps> what if Ishbel wanted to kill her? But when Ooh, she got there, she's already dead. Already dead. What if Alicia went there to kill her? But she got there and she was already dead. What if Jean went to kill her? What if the peacock went? To- <laughs> we can't take it too far. <clears throat> Flogging a dead horse with that, aren't we? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Pete Pete's pages has said Chrissy and. What's her name? Chrissy and Caroline. Chrissy and Caroline. I was. Re- it says C and C. Chrissy and Caroline were great, but the eco resort would have been built by the time they'd found the killer. This is it. This is it. Chrissy and Caroline were great, but the eco resort would have been built by the time they caught the killer. Two <laughs> highlights: Chrissy t- taking the mug home, absolutely bang on, and Caroline asking Lysia about Charlie's reaction after she was lying dead on the floor. Spot on. Yeah. Brilliant two moments. Alan Sharp suspects eliminated. So that's his two-word summary. Think Hamish and Jean are clear. Starting to point at Logan now. I don't think he is the father. No, I don't either. Is the evidence that the investigation found online somewhere? It's frustrating not being able to look at it. And wouldn't that be a great additional layer? If you know those pages that the investigators received, where it tells you like whose DNA it was, yeah. where the hair they release them online, put that onto the press packet, like this, as this, the episode this, this releases. Is what I said before, like I know this is a very isolated. Um, show story yeah that went really weird the sound then because i went onto twitter at the same time as tethering off my phone and you went it was weird man that was weird hopefully i'm hoping that that's in the recording uh, yeah because if it's not i sound like a right bird my 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 ghost watch voice which (laughs) happens to be out on sunday which is a promo oh friday friday in prep for sunday but yeah (laughs) Um, (laughs) we'll talk about it in a bit that was close um can't remember what I was going to say now. What was I talking no, about? No, you were talking about game shows. Yes. So there's definitely, as I've said before, there's definitely a um, an audience for this sort of investigated program where you could release certain stuff to the audience. Massively. That'd look how awesome, popular, yeah, look how popular Escape the Rooms are. Look at how... So um, Escape the Rooms. Is that not what they're <laughs> Is there more than one rooms? One like you, you the first I'm trying room. to read oh, tweets at the same time. I'm trying to read another room. <laughs> Look how popular escape rooms are. Look how popular those. Um, I mean, back in the day, it was murder mystery. You ever been to like a murder mystery where you go to someone's house? No, because I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> Hate that sort of stuff. <laughs> I went. If someone's I'm, paying. I'll go. FYI, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to. I've been to one, and it was death by chocolate. I think it was called. And it was... I wonder what the murder weapon was. Well, I wonder too. What was it? Chocolate. 
Yeah. <laughs> was, was it? Was it? I can't remember if they drowned in a chocolate fountain or they were just stabbed okay. in the back. I honestly can't remember. But you also like get to eat chocolate. And I think everybody was named after a certain chocolate bar. But they used to be really popular. And like, I think we were a bit young when they were really popular in the 90s. We weren't being invited to them because we were a little bit younger. And then when we got old enough, they had lost their sort of appeal because... Mm. And escape rooms become a big thing, didn't they? But I mean, escape rooms now, I'd, I'd go to an escape room now I, I think think they're great not right it's eleven thirty at night i'm not going right now um that'd be terrifying there are far far too many tweets to go through on twitter that have come in since we started recording but someone's put wouldn't it be fun if there was a website or page connected to murder island so we could look at the clues too literally exactly what we're just saying debbie blackman has just gone with exactly that that's brilliant um we have got oh here we go We've got Perry's mom already standing at a whiteboard, her own whiteboard with a timeline ready to watch the episode. Someone's but holy shit, didn't recognise Malcolm coming on Murder Island. I mean, I didn't see, I didn't see anyone doing that. <laughs> no, that's his name. That's his name. So, holy shit, didn't recognise Malcolm coming on Murder Island. Maybe because unlike AATA Apocalypse, he's not wearing an awesome Christmas jumper. On that note, at Presents Jam and everyone else, check out Anna in the Apocalypse. It's the best zombie Christmas musical you will ever see. Zombie Christmas musical, I'm already sold. We need to check that out now. But who is Malcolm coming? Because I, I, I don't know. Actor, muso, fool. Obviously, in the show tonight. Who was in the show that we didn't... Oh, could it be um, Charlie's dad, maybe, or someone like that? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Because I don't think there are any other new characters. And then Lee Taylor has put... Who? (laughs) (laughs) In joke there for Jason and Lee knowing each other for, for some years. Because um, anyone else listening is like, what? I still think the killer is Ishbel. She's just so calm about it all. And a coincidence that she was the one that Alicia ran into immediately outside as she was driving by slash back to the manse. I think Logan's got in some strife, brackets, probably drugs, hence Freddie. And Ishbel's dealt with it herself. <gasps> Possibly. And she's put not to mention what seemed to be some homophobia. Didn't seem to be. It was definitely... She was horrible. And I'm going to close it there because there are millions, but I will aim to reply to all of those um, later on before I go to bed, whilst this is all uploading, because it's significantly longer than normal. Hashtag no edit. Now, before we wrap episode four, we need to consider the following. Who's going to win? Um, Richmond and Sarah for me. Has to be right consistency and just work well so well together yeah definitely who is the killer oh i'm still gonna go for logan's mum ishbel yeah yeah i don't think it can be hamish or gene anymore um ishbel or ishbel or alicia i think Time will tell. Other than a mythical beast spinning around really fast, what is the ranking twist? Um, I I don't know if you've heard, but I think that <laughs> Hamish might be Logan's dad. Superb. So for me, I think the big twist at the end of the whole series is that none of the investigators will solve it. The 50 grand will roll over. And series two next year, October, four new teams of investigators will come to the island and pick up the pieces behind these guys. No. It's not happening. <laughs> because you, you know you know that Simon and Mac are going to be walking away with 25 grand each in their pockets. <laughs> They've been leading them down the wrong path all the time. Yeah. They're like, what you're saying, we don't get paid, but if these guys can't solve it, we get it. They've already got the bloke locked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I think before we sign off and we briefly chat about our Halloween episode coming up this weekend, it's high time we spoke about a bonus episode for Murder, Murder Island. For those who aren't aware, for the last three series we've produced, we've done bonus episodes where we chatted to actors, contestants, creators of the shows, and we'd love to do the same for Murder Island. We're well aware it always depends on availability and whether people actually want to chat to two idiots like us. For that reason, we can't make any, any promises at all as to whether or not we'll get anyone, whether or not we'll be able to create a bonus episode. But we have been chatting to some of the contestants on Twitter and Instagram so far, which is really reassuring. And we'll start reaching out a bit more to some other people. Maybe instead of using the hashtag Murder Island this week, we'll use the hashtag We Want Ranking instead. Um. <laughs> you can't. Bloody hell. You know what they say? Like, was it aim for the stars you hit the moon? Yeah. We're, we're aiming for the biggest star now. <laughs> I, think, I think so. I think so. No, don't get your hopes up, anyone. It might just be me, Jason, a peacock. Anyway, <laughs> we'll be back next week for the penultimate episode of Murder Island, but we'd just like to take a moment to talk about something a bit different. On Friday this week, we'll be releasing a one-off podcast that we've made following our first ever viewing of Ghostwatch, which happened only in the last few weeks, the BBC Halloween special from 1992, one of the most controversial TV shows ever made. Whether you listen to our podcast or not, we'd strongly make, recommend that you go and watch Ghostwatch if you haven't never seen it before. It really won't disappoint. You'll find it on the Internet Archive. I think it's overloaded at the moment because so many people are watching it up in the build-up to Halloween. Um, or it's the on up to the podcast. Or yeah, our podcast. You know, we've we've put the hashtag out there, so people probably probably jumping on that. You know, there's two or three people on Internet Archive, and it's gone down. Um, Mom's on there again, supporting me. Uh, but look, you can you can stream that and then join us where we discuss it over the Halloween weekend. Um, it's out on Friday, or we'll we'll upload it on Friday. And uh, yeah, just just strongly recommend that you watch Ghost Watch because we have had an incredible time watching an incredible piece of TV. Until next time, remember, accept nothing, challenge and check everything you are told. Hashtag we want ranking. <laughs>